0: It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Man, I can't believe you played that second. I thought I was hoping it was going to be part of the encore. I mean, you always got to play one of your your great songs early on, get the crowd into it. But uh, I was hoping for that one to save for the encore. But what a show it was. Uh, on 4th of July evening out there at the Kettle House Amphitheater. Been looking forward to it all summer long. Justin Isbell and the 400 unit, one of my favorite musical acts going right now. Unbelievable songwriters, and uh, what a show it was. Had fun with the family, rocked out. The, we brought my brother's kids. And uh, it was just a great time down there uh, along the river, uh, just really enjoying ourselves uh, on Independence Day. Welcome back. is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the is Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore. We'll get Andrew's thoughts on the concert, because he went with us uh, a little later on. But first... An old friend swung by earlier today, so you got to tell me why do we need this new thing called Threads? We don't. Mm. Tommy says we do. Tommy stuck text. Typical Tommy. All the best texts come through at midnight because Tommy stays up later than I do and thinking about stuff. He texts me at like twelve fifteen last night. I've been asleep for hours. He's like, "You got to get your Threads username. Threads is popping off." And I was like, "What is Threads?" This morning, I said, What is threads? And he texted me this whole link about it, and I still don't get it. What it's is it? It's Twitter. But it's Instagram.
2: Right. But it's Twitter.
0: But it's Meta that made it. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's just Twitter. So
0: when Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk fight, this will be for the supremacy of whether we're using Twitter I think, or threads. Yeah,
2: I think they should fight, and the winner's platform stays. <laughs> That's what I think.
0: That's how they do it in Rome. That's right. We are Rome. Chicken doesn't know sports post fourth of july edition hopefully everybody had a wonderful holiday weekend if you missed anything in the first hour of today's show our where Are they now series continues gene mcnulty king an upcoming inductee into the university of montana hall of fame and a pioneer of sorts as a female agent who's represented a variety of female athletes variety different sports over the last three plus decades a really good one and thanks to chris redpath for co-hosting and setting it up uh, what's going on? How you living? How was your 4th of July?
2: Oh, my 4th was delightful. That's good. We went up to Georgetown Lake and we had a big float for the Discovery Ski Team. They okay. had, Georgetown Lake has this parade and it's super fun. The Seven Gables kind of hosts it, I guess. What's
0: the ski team's name?
2: Discovery Ski Team.
0: Yeah cuz they had like shirts
2: uh, Oh Discovery on. Ski Education Fund. Yeah, DSEF. Yeah, and yeah. then
0: I I didn't know I couldn't make it out at first and then I thought wow this is a really inappropriate shirt and then I I didn't really know what I thought and Yeah, then, I
2: don't even want to know what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like these teenagers are bold.
2: They had so much fun throwing candy and nice. you know there was there were a lot of people there. It's super fun and it's so chill. The lake is chill like I just love it. It's Georgetown's good. a
0: good spot for yeah. sure. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. We uh, we we took the children to the Kelhouse Amphitheater.
2: Did they go uh, get to bed by eight?
0: They were up until midnight. What? Raging.
2: Nice. Oh, yeah. Best oh, yeah. night ever. Best
0: night ever. Yeah. Ellis came and sat with me uh, in our seats and uh, took his headphones off, quote-unquote rocked out, as he wow. would say. Uh, yeah, hopefully his mom's listening.
2: How are his ears? Uh, Is he Pretty good. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, uh, yeah, super fun, great weekend, and uh, happy to be back here. All right, what's going on in the world of sports that you know nothing about?
2: I don't even know where to start. It's been a big weekend. Big weekend. Um, So we know Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, have been dating for a while. You do. (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) Okay. Um, And no one's really gotten a straight answer from Michael the goat, how he feels about it.
0: Well, he hasn't really given a straight answer to anybody about anything, right? I mean, Michael Jordan, besides the you know self-congratulatory documentary he made about himself, it, he has not really spoken in the media at all. I mean, he's in the midst of selling the Charlotte Bobcats. That's not, he's yep. not, He hasn't really commented on that either.
2: He doesn't have to speak.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably right. He's
2: Michael Jordan.
0: Well, I think that's actually really part of it. I think the allure of Michael Jordan uh, remains because he doesn't talk all the time.
2: Well, he finally spoke.
0: What did he say about his son? and? Yeah, and someone, his, a
2: photographer asked, how do you approve of Larsa Pippen and your son?
0: Oh my gosh, what did he say? What do you think? I think he said, uh, he's a grown man, he can make his own choices.
2: He said, I do not approve. He said, no.
0: Really? Straight up, no? Straight
2: up, no. Wow.
0: I mean, I have no opinion on this, so.
2: I Isn't Michael
0: Jordan's son like 25 years old? or 30 years old.
2: He's probably 30, a little like thirty one, thirty two. 32. Okay. And Lars is probably around my age, 46, 47, I think.
0: I mean, good for Michael Jordan's son.
2: I guess um I I don't care if they're dating, but I do care that they're starting a podcast together cuz that is just lame.
0: It's so lame.
2: Um, they're starting a podcast about their relationship and their age gap and things that, you know, come up in a 16-year age gap. I'm trying to
0: find how old Marcus Jordan is. Marcus Jordan is 32, born in 1990. Christmas Eve, 1990.
2: Yeah. I mean, she probably got Michael Jordan's wife a baby gift for this kid.
0: Wow. that's Yeah, that's probably true. 40, <laughs> 49 is Larsa Pippen. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I mean, if, it, if the tables were turned, no one would think anything of it, right?
0: Like if Michael Jordan had a, a 32-year-old Yeah, he girlfriend? probably does. He Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> I mean, I don't know.
2: <laughs> is he not married anymore? I They're think he's ma- married, but I'm sure she's much younger.
0: Hmm. Well, fascinating. Now I can't stop thinking about why Michael Jordan's not in the limelight more and how that actually adds to his allure.
2: Why would he be? He doesn't need to be. He gets to Why? Well,
0: just I know, show. but Shaq doesn't be, and he still is, and Charles Barkley doesn't need to be there, and they still are.
2: It's mm-hmm. just going to be really weird. There's
0: going to be a moment in time where no one remember, where most of the people watching inside the NBA don't remember Shaquille O'Neal or Charles Barkley as I don't players. even want to
2: know. I don't want to live in a world
0: like that. But that's what I'm saying is, like, everybody has to remember Michael Jordan as a player because he's not anything but a player and a brand. Yeah. Even though he's been an owner, he's been a businessman. Huh. Interesting dynamic.
2: Let's Let's come back here in 10 years and see where, where we are with this. <laughs> Can't
0: wait. Chicken it out on sports uh, here on ESPN Radio. Nuana's now. Thanks to the uh, the hot house, I had not been to Hot House Yoga in a little while. You went last went week. Went last Thursday. Uh, it was great. I I sweated so much I could tell I hadn't got the detoxification benefits of it in a while because I like smelled different than I usually do. <laughs> it was great. It was very very cleansing. Yes. So it's totally interesting experience though because most of the time when we were going it was like. Cold, So then you go on the right. hot yoga and you're like, okay, and then you go back outside and you got to run to your car because you don't want to be cold. This way you just sweat and then just you go outside sweaty. and you're just sweating still. Yeah, it's great. Super fun. I love uh, it. Appreciate them for having us. Yes. What else you got?
2: So everyone's really into this Wemby guy.
0: Yeah, Victor Webanyama.
2: Yeah, so he was in. It's because he's
0: absurdly tall.
2: Right. And he's just the one to watch, right? Have I you mean, seen
0: the, the, uh, the Instagram reel? It's like simulations of people. of.
2: Oh, yeah. Next just to him.
0: next to him. Yeah. There's like the six six guy. And then there's like the five one girl. And it's just all of them are just staring up at this guy. It's like a, a transposed version of him. Yes. It's, it's amazing. Seven foot five and a half. Crazy.
2: Well, um, he was in Vegas over the weekend and Britney Spears was in Vegas and she wanted to take a picture with him. And so she walked up to his table, and his security guard smacked her in the face and knocked her down to get her away from him. Because
0: he had no idea that it was her I guess,
2: yeah. I think it was kind of an accident because he was being swarmed by so many fans. But Britney Spears, I mean. The
0: rise and fall of fame. How crazy is that? At one moment in time, Britney Spears, first of all, would not be walking up to anybody. Everybody would be walking up to her. And if she wanted to go walk up to anybody, she certainly could because everybody would know exactly who she was. Exactly, that's yeah. wild.
2: I know it's wild, but um,
0: how wild is it that Victor Webanyama was never alive when Britney Spears was that famous?
2: So true. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know who she is. I mean, he's
0: born in like what well, 2004?
2: Yeah, <laughs> another world I don't want to live in where <laughs> right? you don't know who Britney Spears oh, is. Oh my
0: gosh, Britney Spears.
2: Anyway, I think she's fine, just probably bruised ego. Man, but speaking of Wemby. Ticket is that what we're calling him? <laughs> that's what we're calling. Okay, him.
0: I just can't believe Britney Spears and Victor Webanyama have something on talk sports talk radio that we're talking about. It's unbelievable.
2: Ticket prices for summer league have surged. For so sure. So normally tickets are forty dollars, yeah. and they surged up to one eighty six, and then like the high good seats, whatever, are in the six to eight hundred. Yeah, I for believe, summer league, I believe that just to sure. watch him for sure. So that's a lot of pressure.
0: For sure, I've always wanted to go to the summer league. It's because it's all day long. It's only for a couple of weeks. And yeah. It's in Vegas and there's just games all day. And Why don't you go? You're just in Vegas and then you can just, you know, Why don't you know you see go see who you want. And then mostly I just have never gone because I just have such a hard time leaving Montana in, in July. I, mean, I know. Like, we get like one good month here. And there's so much stuff going on. It's yeah. so hard to fit it all in. I feel like it's already over and it's only July 6th. I know, right? So I don't know. But that's fascinating that the tickets are going. I'm not surprised though.
2: Yeah. It's. I mean, what a great experience to get to watch him in that in that type of setting, too, where, it, I don't know, it just seems it's a little different setting, and it's...
0: Yeah, well, the other two top picks, Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson, are both also 19 years old, so they'll both also play in the summer oh my league. God,
2: it's like a little baby daycare.
0: Well, it, it's because they just need to get rid of the stupid rule that you have to go to college for a year, or that you have to, like... What is the difference between if you're 18 or 19? You're still a no, kid. No, I agree with you that. You should have to go to school for three years or
2: not at all. Or graduate and get your degree. Sure.
0: But if you're like good enough to go to the NBA, you should just go to the NBA. Because you're going to learn way more about being a pro than you are. Like That's what Scoot Henderson did. He didn't go to college. He went to the, the G League. Mm. So he learned how to be a pro for a year, and now he gets to go yeah. to the NBA. That seems it's like way a trade more, school exactly. for, for basketball players. But if you know you're going to the NBA and you know you're going to be a top five pick, I still don't know
2: why. Yeah. No, what, I get it. because yeah.
0: all your if you're just gonna go to North Carolina, like you're gonna go to one semester of classes, and then the next semester doesn't matter because matter yes. so like you're just not doing anything besides. So is
2: the rule you can't be drafted until you're 19?
0: You have to be 19 and one year removed from high school.
2: One year removed from high school. Okay, so you don't have to go to college. You so a have guy to... like
0: Victor Webanyama, he's been playing professional basketball for four or five years already in France. Okay, he just had to wait until he was 19 to go to, to the, go NBA. the NBA. Yeah.
2: Now, random thought who was that guy that french basketball player who also went to san antonio spurs tony uh, tony parker yeah who married ava longoria Eva
0: longoria real housewives are I they was, still
2: married no he cheated on her whoa i know
0: bold move dude
2: god these people are so dumb but yeah no he i
0: think the moral of the story is if you're this famous you just can't stay married everybody gets divorced
2: no, they don't. Michael, Michael Jordan's divorce, Shaq's divorced. Oh, you mean like all the NBA guys? Yeah. Or? I yeah. thought you just meant everybody in the world. No, no. I was no. like, why don't you relax over there?
0: No. <laughs> no, I just mean like the NBA guys that marry super famous ladies always get divorced. The NBA guys that marry yeah. normal ladies, they don't get divorced.
2: But the, some of them do also get they divorced. They also do yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know. It's really weird. I
2: think that's a tough, that would be a tough... Uh, Situation to be in as yeah. a married married to an mb a professional athlete
0: for sure yeah especially because they're on the road all the time yeah there's just girls all the time yeah yeah
2: well speaking of that Anthony Edwards so
0: what's your uh, t- oh, first spot on Tony Parker
2: no, well just the there's French. multiple friends
0: yeah well the Spurs have done a really good job of of I mean they, this. Uh, deep on this, but this all stems from the in the early two thousands. So you're so familiar with the Dream Team, right? Of course. Dream Team, the Dream Team two. They dominated the Olympics. Well, then American USA basketball fell off, and we didn't win gold. And it's because we didn't know how to play the international game. And Argentina won gold when we got, I think, third. They revamped all of USA basketball because of that. That's when they got Kobe Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Carmel Anthony, everybody to go out for the team because they're like, we can't not win gold in the sport we created. And so that really saved it. But... The Greg Popovich, the Spurs coach, was the coach of USA Basketball, and he saw directly firsthand how impactful international basketball could be. Oh, so the okay. Spurs went and got Manager Noble, who's the best Argentinian. They went and got Tony Parker, who's the best Frenchman, and they've had this international influence ever since. Oh, cool. I've never been to San Antonio. That People say it's a very worldly city, so I think that, you know, French – the, the culture is is not as shocking as it would be like moving to I don't know Missoula wh- where yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so it is it's interesting international influence that's it's, cool it's cool I mean you know Tony Parker is why they consider the greatest French player ever and now San did, Antonio has another one.
2: Do they stay with San Antonio the whole time? They're, they're
0: manager Nobly and Tony Parker both played for the Spurs the whole time. Okay, and Tim Duncan did too. Oh, huh, look at that. Yep, continuity, baby.
2: That's great. Good uh, for them.
0: Check it out no sports here on ESPN Radio, presented in part by the Hype House. Appreciate. Hype House for uh, all of their contributions to us mentally and physically healthy. They got uh, spin classes and strength classes, also exploring some potential personal training coming up. So uh, go check out the Hype House, HypeHouseStudio.com or download the Hype House app to learn more. What else you got?
2: So we're talking about how tough it can be for an, like a professional athlete to remain married and faithful. Sure. So Anthony Edwards just signed a $260 million extension.
0: That's right. He did.
2: He hopped on to Twitter or maybe threads. I don't know. Sure. And he wanted to have a message to the ladies saying, don't you dare come up on me. I have one lady in my life. Whoa. And it was his girlfriend. Now, I don't know if his girlfriend put him up to that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> or, Bold
0: move by this young man. He
2: said, this, this lady here is the only one reaping these benefits. Wow. So I'm not sure if he was forced to do that.
0: What sort of advice are we giving to Anthony Edwards in this situation? He just signed a huge contract. Anthony Edwards is only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. He, he's got a million-dollar smile. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. I don't want to sound like a pig, but it also just seems like you're setting yourself up for failure trying to have a girlfriend. Right. Maybe you should wait a couple years and then call her back. She'll certainly, She'll certainly
2: come back. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what the situation is with his girlfriend. Maybe they've been together since they were like 15 and yeah. they think they're getting married and maybe they will get married. Who knows?
0: I mean, and that certainly can work. LeBron James is married to the woman he's yeah. been dating since he was 15 years old. Do you so. think
2: he's been faithful this whole time?
0: Man, I really do honestly. I do too. I really do. Yeah. Maybe when he was really I don't know, we can't speculate down that road, but
2: He just seems like a
0: Certainly over the in his adult LeBron yeah. Life, you know, since he started moving them all around and he's played for four different teams. And I think he seems
2: like a legit guy. Well, his kids
0: are so well adjusted. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, even his older son is in the serious spotlight, but he's not like we, so many of these famous people's kids are so bizarre. Right. Like They have no consequential. They don't know how to deal with consequences. They don't know their consequences exist. Right. Whereas like Bronny's like very straightforward kid and he's, you know,
2: and his other son is playing uh, basketball too Bryce yep. he was LeBron was just coaching his yep. big high school tournament yep which is pretty cool um, so you just never know I don't know much about Anthony Edwards I just know that he wanted all the ladies to know he is taken
0: the uh, the the interwebs seem to think that uh, certainly um, he, he loves his girlfriend but that uh, certainly there's pictures of her also basically being like yes yeah, my man. Stay away from my guy. Ah, <laughs> she's very attractive. So I mean, I, she also looks very mean. So <laughs>
2: I, I mean, wouldn't want to mess around with yeah. that. But um, Janine, I just thought it, Janine Robel is her name. I just thought it was hilarious, and I mean, good for him if he maybe he maybe it's he we don't want another Tristan Thompson on our hands.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: So. You know, I think uh, I think that's sweet. Young love, you know, that's cute. He's I good. love
0: Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is one of my favorite young players in the NBA.
2: He was in that movie with Adam Sandler, Hustle, which oh, yeah, I really sure. liked. Yeah.
0: Okay, what else you got?
2: One last story.
0: $260
2: million. $260 million to play in Minnesota. I know. Wild. I know. Are they that good? They have that much money? Everybody does. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I don't. These 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 are all going to seem like incredibly good deals once the new TV money comes down. Okay, everybody in the league's going to be making forty million dollars a year. Let alone like the top guys are going to be making like sixty to seventy.
2: I'm in the wrong business.
0: Well, for sure, you're also not a six foot nine guy that can hit your head on the rim like Anthony Edwards.
2: True. I guess there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't dunk. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, but, Just think about like LeBron James. Think about how much money he makes the Los Angeles Lakers. That's true. He, he, I mean, LeBron, quote unquote, only makes $48 million a year. That is such a good deal for LeBron James. I mean, he is selling out your arena every single night. How many LeBron jerseys are there in L.A. right now? A million? Right. I mean, he makes so much money off this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, right. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, I still am in the wrong business. I should have done something in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I should have been an, an NBA agent. That would be
0: cool. Like Gene McNulty King. Yeah. I can't wait to hour. listen to that. Uh, all right. What else you got? Now' right. Now, ESPN Radio.
2: Aaron Rodgers, he's so. Of he had to get here. He's so sweet. He gave oh, yeah. the new Packers quarterback a housewarming gift.
0: Jordan Love. Sure. Sure. Guess what it was? <laughs> what?
2: A signed Aaron Rodgers jersey and pictures of him of Aaron Rodgers.
0: It's just so funny. <laughs> this guy is just. How long do you think he looks in the mirror every day? All day. For real. When he's like up in the morning, out of the shower, he probably just sits there and oh, stares and at his Oh, and flexes. Kisses himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kisses
2: his biceps, the whole thing. Man. So, yeah. Imagine I mean, being his wife. I, he'll never have a wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one can love Aaron as much as erin that's right Aaron. Yep.
2: that's one of the reasons
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh what is he doing he gave the jersey he, he gave a, a the jersey I mean- he
2: gave a note to the guy and said enjoy my locker i mean he's just so full of himself it's just gross
0: it's just so weird like how do you get to the- so here's the new thing that's been happening lately So, Michael Jordan started this with The Last Dance, but that's stuff from 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. right? And it's just like a rehashing of it. And then, you know, Magic Johnson needs to have his documentary. But these guys are making documentaries about themselves. Now. Retrospectively, right? Right, like remembering right, right, right. stuff right. from
2: 30 years 30 ago. 30 years ago.
0: Now the new thing is, I'm going to make one right, like Tom Brady did it with his man in the arena. R- r- before he's <laughs> even retired. Right. Derek Jeter comes out with one. The, immediately after he retires, it's like, you guys got to let it Give resonate it. a little bit.
2: Yeah, we need some nostalgia.
0: Aaron Rodgers, I can see it now. He's going to be making a doc about himself soon, I bet.
2: He's probably making a reality show as we speak.
0: There's also a lot of juice behind the fact that LeBron James is going to be doing this as well. But the LeBron is going to pull the Jordan and wait for twenty years to drop it. But there's, there has been a lot of, a lot of people know this. There has been a camera crew following LeBron James really? around for the last year. Now his son's going to school at USC, so I, I can I can see it now. There's going to be a show or a movie coming out about the Bronny
2: is at USC.
0: He's about to be. He's yeah, he's playing. Be, he'll be a freshman. Basketball? Freshman for the Trojans. But yeah. didn't he
2: play summer league last year?
0: So you can play in the summer league. How does it work? It, there's like a G League summer league that you can play in that you don't know lose your eligibility. Got so, it. Yeah.
2: Well, good for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm glad he's going to get his degree. Yep. Good job, Ronnie.
0: Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but I, I'm predicting upcoming a uh, LeBron James doc coming your way, some form or fashion,
2: and an Aaron Rodgers one.
0: Yeah. Aaron, well, yes. Aaron Rodgers is just going to make a a show about himself that just never uh-huh. ends.
2: For sure. 40, 14 and he's just going to have 14
0: it seasons on there, loop
2: in his, house, in his own house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, go to my party? We're going to watch my show. We're going to watch my show.
2: We're going to have a watch party every day. <laughs> oh, um, speaking gosh. of documentaries, yep. I just started the new Wham! documentary on Netflix Ooh, I saw it night. on
0: there. How's that? It's so good. R.I.P. George I just, Michael.
2: Oh, man. It's so good. I only got through a little bit of it because I had to go to night nights. But if you're in the, the 80s and George Michael... <laughs> Give it a watch.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I don't really know. Like stuff now can spread so much quicker, but I just don't know if we're ever gonna have that true hysteria of fandom.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, look at Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. But George Michael was making like girls weak in the knees from all around the globe. And it's
2: so funny because I'm watching these old videos and I'm like I thought he was straight. <laughs> like I'm watching For the sure. dancing and the stuff and I'm like, Wow, I really it was We're, the eighties. You're like, you really missed
0: the boat on this one. Yeah,
2: I really I also didn't know Boy George was gay.
0: You didn't. <laughs> no. In the nineteen eighties.
2: Not until like Oh. later. Yeah. I just thought right. I mean it was the eighties, like a lot of people wore makeup and long hair and, well, and the, you know. And guess, it was a kind well of a there's thing. this new
0: there's a new doc about Rock Hudson out too yeah. and Yeah. For what what, I mean, for a lot of reasons, just being openly being open about your sexuality. That was anything but just like straight cut and dry straight was not a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You wonder. I can't wait to to hear more about that, Doc, about George Michael, because I I can't I I would imagine that there are certain people putting pressure on him to not be himself because they wanted all the.
2: They were, in fact, that's kind of where I stopped it last night. And, yeah, was he had come out to to Andrew, the guy he his, was in his, Ram with, yeah, yeah, and they were like, we can't tell anybody, and so he pretended to be straight for I don't know how long, but it's just yeah. funny when you look and watch it, and you're just like uh <laughs> i really have bad gaydar i guess because <laughs> i had no idea and i loved him well uh i mean i still do but i loved him differently then
0: just like with all these athletes i just could not care less about these people's personal lives. i just want to listen to their music or yeah just watch them play sports totally it's kind of where i've reached with this live golf tour thing too you know it's like my brother said he's like do you like watching brooks kepka play golf i'm like yep he's like well what what the hell can we do about where the money comes from? Let's just watch him.
2: Agreed. Yeah, I'm. I'm down.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else? No. All right. <laughs> uh, we we were talking about Canada last night, so I was thinking about you. So. Oh yeah. Why wow, I want to go to Banff. Do it. Heard is pretty cool. It's
2: awesome. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's on the way to Calgary, right?
2: Well, Kinda. it's like. Calgary adjacent. I mean, I think you get to Calgary before you would get to Banff. Mm, okay. But I'm not 100% sure.
0: Well, maybe we'll have a Nuwana's Now international version from Canada someday.
2: Live from Calgary. That'd be sweet. It would be. And we'd have to say Utenabut and, and Suri.
0: Dave Dickinson, we're coming for you. <laughs> Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, Chicken Does No Sports, presented by Hot House Yoga and The Hype House. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks. Always fun to have Carolyn in the studio, in the line. <laughs> trying her best to get us in trouble without getting us in trouble. Uh, always a fun uh, segment. Thanks so much for tuning in. is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN app, Diamond Time. Talking all things Missoula Paddleheads as the first half of the Pioneer League pennant race cranks up. That's next, Jeff Zafford, here on Nuana's Now. See you in a minute, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Time now for Diamond Time, presented by Northwest Motorsport. Check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting NWMSRocks.com. Diamond Time will give you an update on all things baseball each week. Do this on Thursdays. With uh, heavy emphasis on the Missoula Paddleheads, who we are proud, once again, uh, to be the official affiliates for the Paddleheads on the radio pretty much every night uh, this entire summer long. And we'll usually be joined uh, during Diamond Time by our good buddy, Jeff Safford, who's the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, among his other contributions to our team here uh, at ESPN Radio. The uh, Paddleheads... Coming into a home game tonight, a three-game set begins tonight against the Ogden Raptors. First time uh, one of the top teams from the south will be here uh, in Missoula so far this season. Paddleheads won the rubber match against Billings, uh, against the Mustangs last night, 10-1. So Missoula sits uh, in good position here as the first half uh, of the Pioneer League race uh, gets cranked up. About 10 games left, and the Paddleheads have a five-game lead. So they are certainly closing in on yet another uh, pennant that is awarded to the first or second half winners. The Paddleheads have won four pennants in a row when it comes to the halves, Gunner for a fifth, which would be a which would tie at least a Pioneer League record. Uh, I know I got we got our guy piped in from down there uh, at the Paddlehead Stadium. Jeff Safford joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. How's your Fourth of July, buddy? How you doing?
3: It was pretty good Fourth of July. Um, Obviously, things could have gotten better on the field for the Paddleheads that night, but as it worked out, where the team hotel was, was one that Tommy Evans and Andrew Houghton probably know pretty well from the Cranies a few weeks ago. It's the same Hilton Hotel down there, and uh, how it just worked out, the fireworks in Billings are at the Metra down there, and from where my hotel room was was faced right down montana ave looking right at it so i didn't have to go anywhere i just sat in my hotel turned my chair around opened up the curtains and just hung out well gotta yeah, love it
0: that sounds pretty darn fun by the way i misspoke 29 and 10 for the pallets i had them at 28 and 10 so they have a six game lead over the glacier range riders uh, as the uh, the first half of the schedule uh, getting close to completion. Ogden in first place in the South. Uh, they're in Missoula tonight. They're 24-14 and 14 right now. They have a three-and-a-half game lead in the uh, Pioneer League South division right now. Before we get to that, though, Jeff, uh, Jeff is the uh, curator and uh, host of our new podcast extension on our uh, Missoula Broadcasting Podcast Network. The podcast Inside the Dugout will be playing excerpts here on Diamond Time, both proudly presented by uh, Northwest Motorsport. Uh, Jeff, set this one up for us. I know the young man you interviewed has been been playing really well lately.
3: Yes, um, I believe the snippet you have is with the episode we had two weeks ago with Jake Gunther. That's right, yep. Fittingly, it's Gunther that gets some airtime today because Gunther yesterday had one of his best offensive nights of the season had three hits four RBIs a mammoth home run into right center field I think they're still looking for that thing over at EAA over in Oshkosh Wisconsin but man just a shot and Gunther a great guy good story we actually have interestingly enough he's from Wisconsin but he actually played some college ball before he went to TCU not too far away from where I grew up Juco ball out in Folsom California which is Pretty close to Sac State as well for all the Big Sky Conference followers out there, but uh, so from Cali to TCU to the Texas Rangers system and now to the Missoula Paddleheads, having a heck of a season. So Jake Gunther, a cool dude, also. Let's hear from him. So what led you? You then played Division One baseball after high school in Wisconsin. Went to TCU. That seems like quite a big jump to go from Wisconsin up north below zero temperatures Green Bay Packers to Texas so what was that transition like going from Wisconsin to TCU
1: that was that was incredible just because it's just been I mean every guy out here is just such an amazing journey and I'm fortunate to have and I guess with that amazing journey you're surrounded by amazing people and those people <laughs> believe it or not get to where you, get you where you're going and uh, so for me leaving high school from Wisconsin I had a bunch of people that were kind of in my ears they were saying hey maybe I played basketball and basketball is actually what I wanted to do um, and they were saying hey let's think about baseball and give that a try and I had an old mentor of mine that had played out in California for a little bit, and he said, I got some old connections out there, and sent me out to a junior college out in California, and sure enough, ended up coming back to Wisconsin, was able to play for Northwood Summer League out there, and another great instance of the people around me, my dad basically made a highlight tape for me, and I sent that to my coaches, and my amazing coaches were able to get that into the right hands, and within a month... Basically, of that video being made, I probably had eight or nine offers from schools I would never even dream of in my life, and just to think that six months before I was basically trying to just make my junior college outfield team or baseball team.
3: Right. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting transition. It really, to me, brings a lot of things about the baseball world to light that people don't realize that these well, yourself, a lot of players go through a lot of just journeys through. Pro ball and everything else. I mean, I remember watching in my hometown of Hillsborough, California, a small town of 12,000 people, this pitcher named Logan Paulson, this big, tall kid, threw about 98 miles an hour. Just imagine, wow, just getting signed right on the spot as like a 19 year old kid by the twins. It's just wild how a guys' life can change immediately. These Horn frogs, obviously, a program with a good reputation. We're on the wrong end of it just a few days ago with the College World Series. Obviously, it was a good experience for you to be around such a great program as well. Absolutely.
1: I, ever since I stepped foot in Texas, uh, that's been a place I've wanted to be at. And uh, I've been lucky enough to train there. And um, the coaching staff and support system there is amazing to where all the alumni are able to come back and train. So, the last four or five years, I've been able to just train with a lot of the guys that are out there in this year's group. I could basically tell right away, I mean, I've never had seven or eight guys hitting with me just about every single day when they're not practicing and coming in at Sunday or Saturday night and all of a sudden seeing two or three guys at that freshmen that are in there and you're just like, this is different. And at the time they were struggling. I remember talking to them, just being like, you guys are way too good to be what you are right now. Um, and just remember before I headed out here, just wishing them the best of luck and knew that they basically had to win 95% of their games and even have a chance at the postseason. And not only did they do exactly that, but they went to Omaha and just put on an absolute show there too and just proud to be a warm frog.
0: Rate, review, subscribe. All your various podcast hosting platforms inside the dugout. Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, contributing here. On to on us now, it's Jake Gunther, uh, who's been red hot lately. Three hits, four RBI uh, last night against the Billings Mustangs in a 10-1 win for uh, the Missoula Paddleheads. Inside the dugout and Diamond Time, each presented by Northwest Motorsport. Check out nwmsrocks.com backslash upgrade Montana. nwnsrocks.com backslash upgrade Montana to check out the largest inventory of trucks. Anywhere uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Jeff, first look for people uh, in the Garden City tonight with, uh, uh, of the, uh, excuse me, uh, Ogden Rappers who've been very good and uh, has certainly been stiff competition for the paddleheads the last couple of years. So what are we expecting tonight?
3: Well, tonight I would expect a battle. I would expect a game that feels more like a postseason game. A lot of times when you see especially when it's the first couple of times, teams like this getting together, two teams that have the best records in the Pioneer. You mentioned Ogden coming in at 24 and 14. These two teams also in many different categories, first and second in the league, looking at hitting, slugging percentage, team batting average, team ERA. A lot of those things are first and second doubles. Ogden up there first, There, that's one spot where they have an advantage over Missoula, where Most of the other stats I just mentioned, Paddleheads are first and Ogden second. Cash Beecham, a returning manager as well. Beecham has Georgia roots. Like manager Michael Schlack, the two guys know each other pretty well. And how cool is it to see an ex-number one overall draft pick? In a dugout also, Cash Beecham was the ex-number one pick back in the 1980s. number of familiar names going back to the last couple of years also, former Great Falls Voyager Pablo Aravalo. Reese Alexiades has been having a heck of a year out of Manhattan Beach, California. Returner from last year. He currently leads the league in home runs with 13. Juan up, a former Billings Mustang from last year, having another solid year in the Pioneer League here this year as well. Just finished up a three-game series out in Glacier. Low scoring affairs against the Range Riders. Glacier's second team in the north. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Low-scoring, grind-it-out type games here at Allegiance Field should be fun.
0: The Missoula Powell has the first of a three-game set against the Ogden Raptors. Uh, Beginning tonight, we got first pitch down there uh, from the ballpark, 7.05. So we'll be on the air. Uh, just before 7. If you can't make it down, you can find tonight's Paddleheads game and pretty much every other, well, not pretty much, every Paddleheads game all season long right here on 102.9. SPN Radio. Um, anything particularly you're going to be looking for tonight? Or the Paddleheads keep up this good play, Jeff. They're closing in on uh, yet another... Uh, in-season pennant uh the first half dwindling down and the Palads have a, a pretty comfortable lead but uh, a good performance these next couple could go a long ways to sewing up that first half title so what do you got your eye on tonight
3: well night one game one first time these two teams have seen ag- seen each other a lot of it's to me going to be how each team is going to attack one another what types of strategies are we going to see? How are these pitching staffs going to go after one another? Both teams do pitch it pretty well. First and second in the league in ERA. The Raptors are also throwing out their ace tonight. Brock Gilliam who has an ERA under four record at six and one. Coming in just one win behind Calvin Pilot of the Paddleheads who leads the league in wins at seven and zero. Oh. So a lot of fun to be had at the yard. Should be a fun couple of days. Got the brew fest coming up tomorrow. So if you're a fan of beer, you got Thirsty Thursday here tonight as well. So good night for beer the next two nights off the field as well. So good vibes, good baseball. That's what I'm looking for this weekend.
0: It is the highest summer, and uh, baseball in full swing. You can catch Jeff Safford every Thursday here on Nuanas Now. You can also catch him pretty much every evening. All summer long, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads chiming in here On Diamond Time, if you can't make it down to the ballpark tonight, check out the action right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio. Jeff, good to hear from me, man. Keep up the great work, and we'll talk to you soon.
3: Sounds good, Colter. Hope to see you out here this weekend, buddy.
0: There you go. Diamond Time. Presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com backslash Upgrade Montana. To check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Few pieces of news about Lady Grizz basketball. Next, keep it right here, at ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world Pretty sweet debut band, Chris Stapleton. Well done. Welcome back. to is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You missed anything in the show today. Our latest installment of our Where Are They Now? series. Featuring Gene McNulty King, an upcoming inductee into the Montana Athletics Hall of Fame. An all-time great Lady Grizz player. A multiple time first team all big sky selection at Montana and the big sky conference MVP 1989 and 1990 that season. Um, 135 and 18 in her career, career with the Lady Grizz. Pretty darn impressive. And she's worked as a sports agent for 25 years, uh, I guess 26 years. Um, so been involved in basketball ever since. Co-hosted, of course, by Chris and Redpath, our Where Are They Now series will be all summer long. And we also heard from Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. And we heard from Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. Check it all out on the Nuwana's Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com, the M Store, where their auger is all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day, anytime you're on the MSU campus. Uh, Terry Francona, the uh, manager of the Cleveland Guardians wore a uh, cap with the 14, number 14 on it. I thought this was cool just because it was to honor the 76th anniversary of Larry Doby breaking the American League color barrier. Doby was a great player for the Cleveland Indians uh, in the 1940s up through the 1950s. He had his number retired by Cleveland in 1994, was enshrined in Cooperstown in 1998 and passed away in 2003. Jackie Robinson gets so much credit for breaking the the baseball color barrier, and deservedly so, no question about it. But it happened about five years before anybody, play, anybody of color played in the American League, and so Doby doesn't quite get the credit I think he deserves, so I thought that was cool that Terry Francona honored the anniversary and uh, paid tribute to the Hall of Famer. So baseball tidbit for you. Couple pieces of uh, Montana Lady Grizz news since we've been Lady Grizz heavy so far on this show. Uh, that seems fitting. The Lady Grizz picked up uh, a commitment from Avery Waddington, who's of Lake City High School in Coeur d'Alene. She's a six foot three guard, can play with the ball in her hands and on the wing. Really, really high upside, and uh, had a bunch of mid major offers. So that's your latest in Lady Grizz recruiting news. In uh, coaching news, former Lady Grizz, Jace Henderson, who's an All-Big Sky player here in recent years, former Montana Gatorade Volleyball Player of the Year, who then was a great basketball player for the Lady Grizz, capped uh, her career with a, a All-Big Sky nod as a senior. She then coached at Montana for a brief moment in time, was on Mike Petrino's staff, and uh, now she is a full-time assistant at Nebraska, got promoted from an off spot to a full-time assistant job there at Nebraska. So, Jace Henderson, one of the sweetest gals we've ever met, one of our favorites, and uh, congratulations to her. Really good. Duggan Hamilton, went pro. He's running for Nike. He runs in the U.S. Outdoor Track and Field Championships tonight. We'll have an update tomorrow. We'll see you then. Do on us now? ESPN Radio.